Welcome in America, night number three of the NCAA tour. It is night three, right? I'm yeah. losing count. I feel like we live here now. <laughs> I feel like we. I've sat in this chair yes. for God knows 72 straight hours. I'm not gonna lie to you. I woke up today and I was 29 years old. And at the end of the Carolina game, I think I was 37. <laughs> I, I I aged at least 10 years. Uh, Carolina ended up being the game of the day. I mean, we we had a boy. We had what, a a, what a day of basketball. Yeah. a lot of great games. Uh, we can talk about them all. We'll talk about Carolina in a second. Yeah, let's, was, let's start with what we just saw. That was comedy of the highest order. Uh, but let's start about with, with what we just saw, as you said. Uh, Gonzaga beats Memphis, uh, a, a result that you and I are happy about, which we, we need to flesh this out because I think most people watching uh, are, are, are cheering for chaos. You're cheering for if the number yes. one seed, uh, the, the number one overall seed in the NCAA tournament loses, that's usually something that is supported by most of America. But you and I see the bigger picture. Yes. And Memphis put up a valiant fight. Today was, was a battle. This was awesome. This was, uh, we, we are happy for Memphis. We are happy for Penny Hardaway. Happy uh, for Chris Vernon. There's, there's a good taste in your mouth after the ups and downs of the season. Yeah. But as you said, this was a battle, and there is a greater war at play, which <laughs> yeah. is that if Memphis beats Gonzaga, mm-hmm. We're we're running out, especially on the left side of the bracket. We're running out of teams to stop to. Yes, <laughs> this is the Cold War, yeah. and the USSR and Coach K are are gearing up okay. for the cold, cold winter. And they're going to be okay. They know that they just have to outlast the re- outlast the rest of their region. And Gonzaga really is the number one team to stop them. And Memphis was trying to slay the dragon tonight. Yes, but we cannot have that. We happen. can't have that because there's a bigger dragon. Yes. Waiting. Yes. Uh, but Memphis first half. I mean, that was that was as impressive as a first half. Up ten at halftime, as you could have hoped for if you're a Memphis. They 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 come out. They they punk Gonzaga. Uh, physicality, athleticism, all the all the things that we knew Memphis, Memphis might have an advantage in. Uh, but we weren't sure what that would look like. Gonzaga's more skilled. Yeah. Gonzaga's a better team. Gonzaga has the experience, but Memphis has the athletes. Memphis has. More uh, rebounds in this game. Reba- the, yep. Memphis crashes the glass. Memphis is not afraid to run. A lot of teams try to run with Gonzaga. Gonzaga will run you out of the gym. Memphis is like, we're fine with running. And we should say Gonzaga, as much as they love to run, they only love to run when they have the ball. On their turn. They do not love to run <laughs> yeah. playing defense. They do not love to run back. Yeah, Drew Timmy is like, I like that. I don't like this. Yeah. And uh, that, I mean, this game in general, one, it showed at first kind of the Achilles heel of this Gonzaga team, which is, quote unquote, they could be soft, which, I mean, you look at the committee, this matchup is a tough matchup for Gonzaga in general. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the game we're on, especially in the second half. We've been waiting for Drew Timmy to have that Christian Leitner click in moment. Like, I, I am supposed, I am him. So to speak, I'm one of them ones. Yeah, this Penny second Allen half introduced me to. At uh, one time, Memphis had 20 points in the second half, and Drew Timmy had 18. You know yeah. what I mean? He was dominating, and he came out with a, like a man on a mission. Like he decided at halftime, I, I'm going to have to help win this game and will our team to victory, and he did. If you're him, then be him. Be him is, is what. That's uh, all we ask. I think that's what Mark Few's halftime speech was. And <laughs> Timmy is a guy who you might remember, Tate. At when when uh, some are saying Drew Hemi. <laughs> Sorry, that was. I couldn't resist. That's all right. That wasn't the word. I mean, you've you've had worse. To be honest, that wasn't. That was. It was just something Jim would say. Yeah, that was for Jim. Was, Jim's not listening, a, but if he heard it, that was a. That he's was rolling a, his eyes. He's watching Michigan highlights <laughs> over there, uh, doing crunching the numbers to tell me why they're a blue blood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Timmy. Timmy is the guy that, if you remember, uh, when St. Mary's handed it to Gonzaga. I may or may not, or somebody may have with a voice similar to mine. I don't know. There's we we don't have yeah. the tapes, 
Uh, we we, <laughs> we burned the tape. We burned the tape. <laughs> but uh, I I made a case that Drew. I was worried that Drew Timmy might be a front runner. I was worried that uh, he he only likes to stroke the stash when he himself is is uh, you know he he's he's just scored five straight possessions and Gonzaga's taken a twelve point lead and then and only then do we see him active in the huddle. Do we see him pointing at the crowd? Do we see mm. him doing all these things? Uh, to his credit, Gonzaga's getting their ass kicked. He comes out in the second half, and the mojo's flowing when all, all of the all of the, uh, the 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 variables had lined up for a game in which Drew Timmy just is like, "I'm good, I'm out." Like you guys, yes, this, this, this is game the, is not for me. This, and he stepped up. I will give him credit because he stepped up, and he was leading as as a uh, uh, friend of the program. Andy Katz was reporting from the huddles. Drew Timmy's voice is being heard in the huddles. He's he's talking. He's leading. That's good. That's a good sign. And it felt like last year in the title game, he got punked. And, oh, yes. and he did not oh, yeah. uh, want any piece of the Baylor Bears, um, especially Vital in that game. He was like, yeah. Mark Vital, please get out of my face. Stop hounding me. I don't want any part of this. What a great picture. I mean, yeah. Of Timmy, but by the way, I was about to that. point this out. When I said Christian Leitner, you're like, uh, that's a bit of a stretch. Look at this picture right here. I mean, this, <laughs> this is perfect. Dude, this that is picture. literally, this is new age Christian Leitner. And Drew Timmy, thank you for stepping up and proving why I would say that. So, uh, what you, you had Gonzaga? I, I mean, we, whatever. We we both believe in Gonzaga. Of we course, both, we both think Gonzaga uh, is. A we, we, we thought we thought Arizona deserved the number one overall seed, but Gonzaga is a Final Four team. We, <laughs> Jim we, can't stop laughing yeah, at the Jim, Drew Timmy picture. <laughs> Where did you find this picture, dude? Getty images. <laughs> Good job. Jim, Jim is MIA when when we're watching these games, and we can, we can't we can't ever find him. We don't know what he's up lock to. Him down. Looking and, at pictures, I know exactly. Well, and then yeah. the, the show starts, and I see that Jim pulled the worst picture possible. Yeah. Timmy, and I'm like, that's what he's been. He doing. was also watching the women's tournament today. Yeah. He told us it was a better tournament, so maybe next year we cover that. Uh, where, oh, what was I going to say? Uh, this. Uh, uh, after watching this Gonzaga Memphis game. Your belief in Gonzaga. You're a guy who believed mm. in Gonzaga. I believe in Gonzaga both as a program and a specific team uh, this season. Uh, is is our confidence wavering? Because as like it, I'm not even talking national title. Let's just let's just cut to the chase. We're trying to keep Duke from getting to the final yes. four. As far as the war that is being that's waged. the war. Yes, the cultural because war. Because if, if Mike Shashevsky and Duke get to the final four, I'm here to tell you, America, that's a success. And it's and, it, and it's Gonzaga's fault. Yeah. Like if I have to, if if someone comes up and says, "Well, Coach K made a final fours last year and that gets to live on forever." I'm not going to put that on Coach K and Duke. I'm going to put that on Gonzaga. Yeah. They're going to be who I blame for that. And <laughs> it, it, the question that you're asking, do I still believe in Gonzaga? Do I still think they can do it? Yes. I think tonight actually emboldened my opinion that this actually team can helped. get hit in the mouth and they can bounce back and they can make adjustments because I mean, the three games that they lost, they were down at halftime this year. They were down 10 today. One of which was to Duke. Yes. Yeah. So all sides are pointing to, oh, my God, this is the recipe for Gonzaga to lose. And instead, their best player, Drew Timmy, came out and carried them. Meanwhile, they got Arkansas next. Arkansas likes to run. Uh, yeah. That's going to be interesting. Uh, Arkansas is a team. Arkansas fans. The, Talk the, about a muck. The moment you start talking about anything other than Arkansas, Arkansas fans are like, now, hang on a second. Yeah. What about us? Yes. What are you, when are you going to talk about us? Mm -hmm. We're talking about you. Yep. Uh, that that does worry me. I mean, Gonzaga has to get past Arkansas if they're going to beat Duke. We're, that, that's really where we're at because, I, as I said, I'm here to tell you, America, that uh, Mike Krzyzewski going to the Final Four, and it, the only way Mike that, that Duke going to the Final Four and losing is not a win for, for Coach K in his final year is if he loses to Carolina again. Yes. Is if he meets Carolina in the Final Four and Which... loses again. But otherwise – the the if you're if you're of the mind that this coach k farewell tour ends successfully if and only if duke wins a national title you're wrong 
Mm-hmm. If Duke goes to the Final Four, that is that is going to be spun. By the, I was going to say, the, even if Carolina beats them in the Final Four, Duke still made the Final no, Four, and that's forever. No, no, dude, they're Carolina, still going to argue. Carolina beat Do Duke you know this propaganda machine that we're dealing shit. with? No, the propaganda. No. They haven't even admitted that they lost in Kay's last game in Cameron yet. They haven't gotten there. So if North Carolina beat them, they would still hang their hat on Final Four. They have to be stopped in this. And I'm looking at everybody. If if Mike Bray and Notre Dame do it. That's forever. And yeah, like we're not like we don't mean to dismiss Arkansas. Like yeah. we're talking about Gonzaga, Arkansas. If Arkansas, you, you can do it. If it's you, do we it. We believe in you. We we believe in Come you. Come on, must bust. Mike Bray, I gotta be honest, Notre Dame, I don't <laughs> I don't like that. No, Notre I, Dame's playing well. Notre Dame's good. Yeah. It's just too close. It's, it's Is there a like, chance? There's Mike a chance Bray's that Mike down. Bray, yeah, bends the knee. Yeah. He might bend the knee to the, to his king. Texas Tech, I love. Uh, Texas yeah. Tech. But Notre Dame is a bad matchup for Texas I know, Tech. I know. But I, I, I think we're in a good spot. <laughs> the Duke haters, we're in a good spot. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think... Uh, I I think we're all right. I don't think it's time to panic yet, so we don't have to worry about that. Let's yeah. let's put a pin in that. We'll revisit it. Put a pin in it. Uh, because Michigan State might have something to say about it tomorrow. Hmm. Mm. Maybe not. As you said, what what did you say this morning when we were talking about this game? You, you you turned to me and sincerely. This is why I love the NCAA tournament. I love doing the show with with. You get our two <laughs> moronic minds together. You come up with takes Any, like this. Anything is possible. Tate turned to me and goes. Uh, Michigan State has no chance, and that's why I think they have a chance. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that makes, I like, that makes no <laughs> sense, and that's why it makes sense. I like <laughs> the fact that Duke wants to play Michigan State, and I like yeah. the fact that no one in their right minds thinks that Michigan State has a chance, <laughs> which sounds so dumb, but also I like it. Uh, <laughs> let's let's put a pin in the uh, the West region, uh, okay. and 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 apologies to Arkansas fans. Your game was was a game a that should not be talked about. Yes, this this was this game was a disaster. Uh, you guys won. Congratulations, going on to the Sweet Sixteen. We're happy about that. Uh, but we're, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking because like we 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 were excited about JD Note versus Teddy Allen. It just turned into Muck versus Muck. Yeah. Um, even though Note had eighteen and Allen had twelve. It still was. It didn't even feel like those two guys were going mano a mano because no, we were just bad. lost in the quick. It was a bad yeah, so we, we, we can we can move past the West. Let's go to the East because uh, the game of the day was the first game. Uh, North Carolina, an eight seed, takes on Baylor, the defending national champions, a one seed, jumps out to a twenty five point lead. Then Hubert Davis. Uh, Hubert Davis is not classy. We know this. We have we have record of this that Hubert Davis did not do anything for Coach K in his final game in the Dean Dome. Uh, we he he snubbed Chris Carrawell. Everyone talks about Chris Carrawell not shaking Hubert Davis's hand. Hubert Davis could have shook his hand. He did not do that. Uh, so this man has a track record. And when Carolina gets up by twenty five, he he decides that simply beating Baylor is not enough. Let's start throwing cheap shots. He tells Brady Manick to throw elbows to the face. Mm-hmm. Armando Baycott tackles Sohan. What what what's going on, Tate? And 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 Baylor Baylor starts to come back. Uh, it it was it, it it turned into the wildest game I have ever seen. Leaky Black getting trapped at half court with a minute left in overtime, up by six, jumps to jumps in the air, throws a rocket pass off the backboard. I have not stopped thinking about it all day. I hope it's on one shiny moment that that play will live with me forever. I one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Your thoughts on North Carolina? Blowing out Baylor, then choking it away, then still winning. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, when you beat the defending champs, obviously, that's a great feeling. This is the first meeting between a new blood in Baylor, a blue blood in North Carolina. And if you've kept up with the program over the years, you know that there has been a war, a culture war between the new bloods and the blue bloods. And the blue bloods are just trying to maintain, right? We're just trying to hold the door. Hold, hold the door. We're just trying to hold. 
and, and the new blood, Leonard Hamilton is leading the charge and Scott Drew's coming in. They're kicking Tony down Bennett. the door. Tony Bennett, mm-hmm. Bruce Pearl, everyone's coming in. All the new bloods are, are piling in. And in this game, Shaheen Holloway, I got the, I, I, yeah, I learned a lot and I got respect for the new bloods because I, I learned about their power. I have never in my entire existence, and I've heard, you know, there, I've been in a part of lots of North Carolina games over the years where the other fan base would say, of course, the blue blood, of course, the blue blood gets all these calls, da, da, da. The new bloods have power because Baylor in this game, I don't know who the powers are at the top. I don't know if it's Condoleezza Rice, but about the 10 minute mark, someone made the call in and said, let's make sure that North Carolina does let's not win this game. game. And, I, let's make it a and game. I have never What's seen, I have never seen. So there were there were 56 made shots in this game. There were 53 fouls called in this game. Now I saw that, Billis. I saw Billis, that like, is Billis, Billis puts out a statement that like like all of us are watching like one of the the, the I wouldn't say the best NCAA tournament games ever, but one of the wildest. I mean this this it, was one of the wildest games. Would have been the biggest NCAA comeback in NCAA history. tournament history. Would have tied 25 points in 2012. And Billis just like. BYU fires, fires out the statement that's like this is hockey slash rugby. Clean it up. This is wrong. <laughs> this is wrong. Yeah, Jay Billis's takeaway from this game is that this is wrong. This is My wrong. takeaway from this game is one these these officials and and I'll do the classic thing. This is both ways. Bad both ways. And and, and I say that because it, it was, was Baylor got screwed on the last shot. It, uh, the 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 shot on RJ the the foul on RJ Davis he gave him three free throws. That was a bad call. It was you bad both you ways. noticed all the Baylor things, of course. <laughs> um, but. This entire, I mean, there were 10 straight fouls that were called in North Carolina with no break. It made no sense. Um, like I said, 53 fouls, 56 made baskets. North Carolina was the better team. There was no doubt about that. If you look at the numbers, Carolina shot 49% from the field. Baylor shoots 34. North Carolina shoots 44% from the three-point line. Baylor shoots 24% from the three-point or from the three-point line. And also, Baylor takes 81 shots in this game. Carolina takes 57 because the officials gave them that many more possessions than North Carolina. The officials didn't. Have you ever the, in your life the Black seen, gave them those possessions? Have you ever seen something so egregious? I've never seen that. But again, it's not about the officials because when you win, you don't whine. There will be no whining for North Carolina basketball because again, we're a blue blood. But shout out pitching ninja. For yeah, I did. I did like that. Leaky Black, Leaky Black in that moment right there, he was just trying to throw it up to the basket, but he was thinking to himself, I got to make sure I get this there. And as he was throwing it, I think he saw like a Trey Jones flashback in the moment where he was like, oh my God, we can't just throw this game away. And then the anger of that moment got into the ball and he just throws a rocket. That's the only way I can explain that. But for North Carolina to win this game, for them to, after everything that they dealt with this year, I mean, we joked about Jawan Howard and the adversity that they're making up. I would love to hear that about North Carolina. Oh, would, play, J- Jim, pull the clips of Tate. Uh, I don't know. Show the adversity. Freaking six weeks ago. The, the adversity of yeah. North Carolina having their their uh, their native son. They're, they're uh, one of the, uh, the the mouthpieces of North Carolina basketball media who, what six, was it six weeks ago, Tate said, it's strike five and I'm done with Carolina? Fire Hubert, fire Armando. Fire Hubert, Caleb. Fire Armando. Six days ago. Pull Caleb's scholarship. I think he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, I'm so happy for Hubert Davis. <laughs> I'm so happy for North Carolina. I mean, I literally walked in on for- set and I had like the entire crew is pulling against North Carolina. And I'm like, this is the this is the current this Carolina? is the current state of blue bloods. And again, this is why we're trying to maintain because. No. All this no. new blood energy. You're like, no. what is happening? No. I, I'm going to tell you. Shout out to UCLA. Shout out to my blue bloods. It's just us. I'm going to tell we're, you. We're out here uh, battling against all the haters. I'm going to tell the you. The haters are strong. I'm going to tell strong. you. And look, Harry Potter, 
He had a long batter with Voldemort. It took a long, long time for him to finally Spoilers. get over the hump. Spoilers, Yeah, please. sorry for the people at home that don't Spoilers. know. Things go awry there at the end, but uh, eventually the I'm good gonna guys I'm going to tell win. you why we were, uh, there was a perception that we were anti-Carolina. It was that. Because you guys are. And no. It's okay. No, 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 no. It's no. okay. We were anti. Hey, I like when you eat your words, though, because uh, a lot a lot <laughs> of idiots are you know we were, A lot of haters. You know what we were anti? But was... I, I enjoy it. I am soaking it in. Shout out to Hubert Davis, my guy. Shout out to North Carolina. They did it. We were anti. We were anti Tate Frazier pulling a Rex Chapman. Yeah, and walking off the set, like not not showing up on the set because you were worried that your your team was going to lose. You were worried that the this Woody is Durham behavior. Woody Durham said, "You go where you go, you do what you do." And I went where I went, and I did what I did, and I am Sister Jean because I did it, and I beat K, and I did it today, and I beat the reigning champs. Shout out to North Tate Carolina. Would not, Tate would not. Nobody will work. know where I go and how I make it get done. And and everyone here is upset. They're like, we want to get uh, you on camera. We want to we want to laugh at you while Carolina loses. Not today. Doc folks. his pay. Not if, today. If our bosses are watching, Doc his pay. This uh. man did not come into work. He stayed home because he's scared of the Titus curse. Doc his pay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do your job. I'll be here for the UCLA game because at that point I'm okay with but that. It. That's what I learned. That's blue blood behavior. Like, <laughs> you guys are getting upset. Rex Chat. Rick Chapman's like, I'm sick. Got to go. I did have it's a heart like, attack. I'm gonna stay home. Can't do I, it. I'm not gonna lie to you. I uh, Armando Baycott got the and one at the end of the game to get, to go up five, and uh, I jumped up in my chair and I saw stars and I almost passed out. Like I literally, <laughs> I I was on the phone with my brother and I was like, hold on a second. Like I've never felt that old in my life. I thought I was gonna die. Did you? Um, did you think wow. Carolina was uh, going to lose at, uh, in at, overtime? Yes. Or even even in regulation. At what point were you like, oh, this is actually going to happen? When when the, the officials decided that Brady Bannock had a flagrant two and was thrown out of the game. Yeah, no, as soon as he got thrown out, I literally texted my mom and said it was game over. <laughs> And I was not wrong. And everyone was like, oh, this guy's overreacting. I understand how this works because it's a blue blood move. Because <laughs> if Carolina was down 25 and the other best player did that, he would get thrown out and then Carolina would make the comeback. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why it was so wild. It was like Carolina was the new blood power was stronger than the, the blue blood power. And I didn't know what to do. Shout out to Scott Drew. Got a lot of respect for me today, by the way. Um, I didn't know that he had this in him, that he... He was like, I'm not losing to North Carolina. Like, there's no world in which we're losing to North Carolina. And I saw him against Duke in 2010, and he kind of bent the knee a little bit. No knee bending of the new bloods no. with Scott Drew. And uh, Baylor is going to win a title with this group. Sohan's going to win a title. Uh, I hope Brown comes back. And when Baylor, if Baylor is a fully healthy group with this team, I don't see many teams beating them. That's why North Carolina went. Yeah, that, that so was important. that was the knockout. Like Baylor was the most susceptible one seed the whole time. Yeah, a lot of people had this circled as an upset. Uh, you did. Potential. You told you, you caught it. Yesterday. Yeah, coming to the game, I, I I didn't necessarily think Carolina was going to win, but I thought if you asked me, like we, we did talk about this yesterday, which one seed was was most susceptible? It was Baylor because the uh, had to be. You know, Cryer's out and. Um, Chama Chacho has been out. And but when they're when they're Brown's been mysteriously sick for when they're a hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind that Baylor would win a, would win a championship with this group of guys. And Sohan, are you are are, are you are you throwing out the idea that Baylor might pull a Villanova and yes. win a title, lose in the first weekend? I, I would not be shocked that we have a 2016, 2017, 2018 situation. Yeah, yeah, with this Baylor group because Jeremy Sohan, he Sohan is so good and so agitating that North Carolina fans were comparing him to Grayson Allen, and that is a compliment to how much this guy. Was in the he was in the fray. I mean, he was unbelievable. And he and Brady Manick were both from Oklahoma. Brady had a big dunk on him early in the game. And from there on out, I was like, wow, these two are going to battle. 
And shout out to Brady Manning. Guy's averaging 27 points per game and didn't even play in the last 10 minutes of this game in the tournament. Where is Brady? If Brady Manning never plays another minute of North Carolina basketball, is his jersey in the Raptors? Is it enough? Has he done enough? I mean, between the Duke game I mean, and, and honorary in the Raptors. <laughs> and honorary. I mean, he, I will tell you this like, if. If in 20 years... You put him in the rafters of like the rec gym or something. Yeah. Like, if if someone were to ask you about Brady Mank in 20 years, I'm going to claim that he played four years at Carolina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a Carolina guy. I don't care if he's from Oklahoma. And I love Lon Kruger too. So like, I feel like Lon Kruger, Roy Williams, very similar personalities. Give us all a Brady. He's a Carolina guy. Uh, we are back in a familiar position where we're questioning, <laughs> is Scott Drew a good coach? Oh, uh, no. I think you have to ask the question. I think other than... Other than... Winning a national title where you ran an undefeated team and one of the best offenses in college basketball history off the floor from the start. What evidence do we have that Scott Drew is a good coach and can be trusted in March? Do we have any? I, Other than the national title where he beat the undefeated team. I was one of the that, greatest teams of all the time. The fact that Baylor even made this a game says a lot about Scott Drew. What about what about uh, I, we, Jim? Me and Jim uh, uh, were, were talking about this when it was happening. Um, when Scott Drew could not look at R.J. Davis's at the end of regulation, R.J. Davis has the ball. Covered his eyes. Does the step back. Scott Drew covers his eyes. Is this a sign of weakness? Is this, is this, does this make him more relatable? Uh, if you're a Baylor fan and you watch Scott Drew do this, what, what are your thoughts? How, how do you feel about this? I don't think I'm upset about him covering his eyes. I'm upset about his celebration when the shot didn't go in. Because it was going to okay. overtime. He celebrated like they won the game, that it was I mean, going they to came overtime. back from down 25. And, and he's not wrong because immediately I said to myself, wow, game over. Baylor's going to win in overtime. Shout out to Dontre Styles, hit a three to start overtime to go up. Who's that guy? Five star <laughs> from Kinston, North Carolina. Should be playing what, more. In all seriousness, uh, what, what is, what is, what's the deal with Kerwin, Kerwin Walton? Why is he not playing? I, I was thinking about that as you guys are throwing the ball over the gym. I'm like, I listen, Kerwin Walton is probably not the answer, but like, my God, he, I, two starters out of the game. So, I mean, Caleb Love, one of them, obviously second or sometimes primary ball done. handler. Kerwin Walton's done. He's yeah, I think, be done. I think Kerwin's going somewhere else probably, if I had to guess. But I, I I, don't know why he doesn't play in this game. But he's been a great teammate. He's cheering on the sidelines. Yeah. I, I mean, if that. he wasn't going somewhere else already, I think uh, after, after. Yeah. Like, if, if you're not playing him today. Then when are you going to play him? <laughs> when are you going to play him? Exactly. Yeah. And he's from Minnesota. So maybe he goes back to, to Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. So, But Scott Drew closing his eyes. Is not, I don't. You're fine with it. I got respect for Scott Drew in a totally different way today. This is like a. I got like a Jerry Tarkanian type of respect for this guy, or like, I like a, like as a Carolina fan, this is the first time you play Baylor, and you never really know if it's a team that you want to see. Carolina struggled, you know, historically against the Big Twelve. I don't want to see Scott Drew and Baylor in the NCAA tournament as a North Carolina fan. You know what I mean? Like that's the respect that he, I thought that I would want to see Scott Drew. I thought he's gonna be a nice guy. I thought that it was going to be uh, a classy, respectful game. Absolutely not. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I do not want to see Baylor. I'm just laughing because I keep staring at the bracket and Carolina's playing UCLA to go to the lead eight. And, and all, every time I've asked Tate about Carolina this year, he's like, I hate this team. I hate these guys. I hate and now here well, we are. Dawson I Garcia, love this tournament. Dawson, Dawson Garcia was really the, the secret of this team. When he left, they became a team. <laughs> all right. I mean... That's it. I mean, that, that that is the difference. Everyone's like, well, what what's the difference between what you said? I'm like, that's the difference. There's one guy on the team. You can only have one asshole. <laughs> Those are the rules. Make that the title of the pod. <laughs> you can only have one. We have Jim's two. ours. Yeah. Jim's ours. You. <laughs> you only have one. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Move. Also, you you mentioned UCLA, UNC and UCLA right here. And then you look down in St. Peter's. So. St. Peter's. <laughs> 
St. Peter's. Chaos. Shit, well, yeah. let's talk about St. Peter's. Okay. Uh, they they have become the darlings of this tournament. How can they not be a 15 seed going on to the Sweet 16 for the first time uh, since Florida Gulf Coast did it probably in 2013? Yeah, I haven't seen it uh, in a long time. It's been forever <laughs> since we've seen this. A 15 seed win some games in the NCAA tournament. Um, I'll tap my chest. Uh, when St. Peter's beat Kentucky, and we were talking about it 48 hours ago, I said this might be the biggest upset of all time because uh, – the, the case I was laying out was that St. Peter's doesn't have elite guard play. Oh, St. Mm-hmm. Peter's, you're not watching this team, and there's not a Jarius Lyles. There's not a, a, a Max Aismas. There's not a guy like Kevin O'Banner. Uh, there's not, uh, even going back to, like, upsets past, like C.J. McCollum mm-hmm. at, at Lehigh when they beat Duke. And, and you know, at yeah, the time, yeah. everyone's like, this is insane. And now when you, talk, when you look back on that game, you're like, yeah, of course. Yeah, you like, like it makes Duke. sense. Yeah, yeah every, all that makes sense. Uh, I felt like this was St. Peter's beating Kentucky was not a situation where we would do that. In fact, we do the opposite, and it's more time passed. And Ty Ty Washington goes on to a long NBA career. Yeah, we're like how? Yeah, you're just just how 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 how. Uh, This does a little bit to make. If you're a Kentucky fan, you're not celebrating, but you're you're like, all right, maybe it's not as bad as I thought because St. Peter's. I don't want to say they're actually like a great. They've been a great team in this tournament. They're playing great defense. They're disciplined. They're, they're, they're so disciplined yeah, on offense. That, that's really the difference. Uh, it's 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 bizarre to see people like pretend like St. Peter's is actually good when you we have uh, uh, all these games of data worth that are like if if they were really that good, why have they not been that good all year? And yeah. no one can seem to answer that. <laughs> yeah. So like, don't don't tell me that like this team is actually. Yeah, been good. You just don't get it. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't, don't pretend like you've known all along and I haven't. Um, but for what we've seen, these two, these two games, mm-hmm. they are actually good. They're actually balanced. They're they are very fun to watch, which Doug is uh, which which we should say is it, America's is, sweetheart. Is something because this isn't a case of uh of mucking it up either. You know, like no, they're like, they're playing like a good quality game. Yeah. And they're also playing like Murray State, and you said this at the end of the game. I think Murray State walked into this game expecting a, a, a W. They were penciling in a W. Oh, yeah. And St. Peter's came to play. And it's the same thing with Kentucky. And that's why the mentality of the tournament is always so fascinating. Because for whatever reason, St. Peter's thinks that they can win any game in this tournament. Or so or so it seems with the way they carry themselves. And Defoe's been good. I mean, 17 and 10 in this game. Doug Eddard, like I said, he's been... He's hit some big shots and, you know, was another guy at 13 who's, in this game. But. Who's more uh, uh, bank? Yeah, ba- it wasn't Banks this time around, but it was uh, uh, Defo and uh, uh, who, the Eater, the, yeah. the mustache man. Yeah, yeah, Doug. Doug. I just know his name's Doug. I, Doug. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. You like the cartoon from Nick. Uh, <laughs> who, uh, you have to pick one Meninga man. Who's the Meninga man of uh, St. Peter's? Doug Eddard. <laughs> Doug Eddard. No doubt. It's the mustache. It, the, it's just the, the it's the whole swag, the stick of his tongue out when he's beating Kentucky. All it, and also like the fact that he wanted to take those shots. You know what I mean? There's a there's a level of that where like the fact that Doug Eddard is like, yeah, I want the ball. I want to take this shot. That says something to me. But Defo's their best player, I think. Um, but yeah, St. Peter's fascinating team. Shout out to the people. And, and now this is the part where you start uh, talking yourself into the, does St. Peter's actually have a shot here? Texas Purdue. I think Purdue is a terrible matchup given their size. Uh, given like they, they haven't, I, I don't know. Listen, I'm gonna eat my word. I've, I, I'm gonna probably pick against St. Peter's every game they play. Yes. that's how this is going to work. They're yes. 15 seed for a reason. Of which, course. by the way, I would like to point out to America. I don't know if you've connected the dots on this. St. Peter's finished second in their conference in the MAC with two A's this year in the regular season. Won their conference tournament. Obviously, that's how they got in. Do you know who finished first in the MAC this year? The MAAC, the Metro Athletic, the Metro Atlantic, Atlantic Old Atlantic. <laughs> 
Alcoholic Anonymous Conference. The reason I know is because we could have gotten a great game in the first yes. round, and it's Iona. Yes, it is. It, I, it is Iona. So uh, I think as St. Peter's makes this run, we should all make sure we're paying our respects to Iona and Rick Pitino because he played a hand in this. Yeah. He played and, his. He did his part. And if Rick Pitino had played <laughs> Kentucky in the first round and beat Kentucky, there's an argument to be made that Kentucky would have hired Rick Pitino. On the spot. Dude, On the dude, spot. I think there, there's, there's a, there is an argument to be made that would have happened. There's an argument to be made they should hire Shaheen Holloway right now. Yeah. You're not wrong. Because that that is the theme of St. Peter's first two games is that Holloway is outcoached at he's out coaching everybody he's facing it's like yeah if like, you're, he's he's 100 going to seton hall by the way which is another funny wrinkle about all this is that kevin willard seton hall. kevin willard at seton hall uh loses last night and in his post-game press conference he's like like kevin uh what happened out there and he's like i i don't know i thankfully i don't have to care because i'm not gonna be here next year <laughs> you're yeah. like whoa what yeah he <laughs> like, did the wait. magic johnson i'm yeah. not gonna be here yeah, he really did <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> mm, <laughs> kevin <laughs> Uh, so and, and then because he names his replacement, I've never seen this in my life. A yeah. guy what is loses in the NCAA tournament <laughs> is asked about his team, and he he names his replacement of a job he currently holds. It was it was staggering, but my point is like that's 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 hanging over St. Pete. That's got to be hanging over like their team. Uh, but I don't know. It, it's it does it's not affecting them. They're like playing harder for for Shaheen Holloway. And this is our last chance. I mean, this is our last run. I mean, the thing yeah. that the thing that's fascinating to me right now is that Kentucky. I know Calipari put out the letter where he was like, these kids, they're going through it, you know, thoughts and prayers with these kids and, and us, Kentucky basketball, La Familia. Kentucky, the, the powers that be, they're brass. They're looking at the teams that are still in the tournament and they're thinking, what coach could we hire? So yeah, they're, like, yeah. they're like, we could call Musselman, but I don't really, no, he's not it. Maybe we call Mark Few. Yeah, There's right, a chance right. they call Bill Self. Like the, Kentucky has no shame this with is, this. They this will take tournament. they will take the best coach they think is available. Mick Cronin gets a six-year deal. They're like, we'll give you a 10-year deal. Mitch Barnhart is uh, <laughs> is going to be handing out the national championship trophy with a with a huge briefcase of cash. And it's like, yeah. congratulations on the national <laughs> championship. But more importantly, it's come on down to Kentucky. What do you come think on of Camelot? Yeah, come on. Camelot? That's what this tournament's for. Yeah, literally. Is, uh, who's going to be the picking, next picking the next Kentucky coach? Uh, Ed Cooley. You know who's not going to be the next Kentucky coach? Mm. Juwan Howard. Okay, let's talk about it. We talk about Michigan. Quick break to get a word from our sponsors. College basketball fans, join the action on the court during the biggest tournament of the year with DraftKings Sportsbook. Turn your team's victory into your own big win. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. It's that simple. If they win, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still join the College Hoops action with DraftKings Pools. Everyone can play free pools all March long for a shot at a share of over $250,000 in prizes. Simply join a pool and answer questions like, who will make it to the next round? and who will hit the most three-pointers and track your results. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TATE. Bet $5 on any college hoops teams to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If they win, you win with promo code TATE this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Dell's semi-annual sale is the perfect time to power up productivity and gaming victories. Now you can save what Dell employees save on high-performance tech, save 17% on XPS, and select Alienware computers with Intel Core processors. Plus, check out exclusive savings on Dell monitors, headsets, and accessories for greater immersion in all you do. Upgrade today by calling 800 by Dell. Again, that's 800 by Dell. Or you can visit dell.com/slash semi-annual sale. 
These days, it seems life forces us to be on all the time, but every now and then, it's important to stop and reset. That's when you reach for a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. There's nothing like the excitement of the big tournament, but every buzzer beater for your team is someone else's bracket buster, and every game is a chance to turn the tables. When your pride or your money is on the line, Tate, and you need to take a beat, take a moment to chill with an ice-cold Coors Light. People wait all year for the big tournament, and it's the perfect excuse to do nothing but chill and watch the games with the beer that's made to chill. Coors Light, there's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill. It is Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Get Coors Light and the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The big tournament is finally here this week. That means you need to be thinking about where you're going to be running your brackets this year. Are you going for the usual or are you going to look for the best? We've done our homework here and we are running brackets with runyourpool.com. Along with standard brackets, Run Your Pool offers game types like Survivor or Pickaxe. They have options to edit scoring. They offer more intel to make your picks. All stuff you won't find with other high-profile pools. If you've got a business, Run Your Pool can help you take some of that tournament magic and play alongside your employees or even gain customers. Plus, they offer full white glove customer support custom branding, and one of the easiest three-minute setups you'll ever find. Clearly, we believe in Run Your Pool because, like I said, that's where we're running our brackets there ourselves. There's no truer test than that. If you want to play against us for a chance to win up to $1,800, visit runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. And while you're there, create your own pool for your friends and family for a small setup fee. Enter T&T at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. That's runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate for your chance to win a cash prize. For official rules and other details, visit runyourpool.com slash Titus and Tate. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. The propaganda. Uh, Michigan season almost ended with a right hook. And then it was saved with a right hook of Mm. Eli Brooks hitting a hook shot, a Jeff Jackson Simpson hook shot. Special, yeah. uh, Up by two against Tennessee with like a minute left. Comes out of nowhere. We were we were live on 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 uh, we were doing the live stream and I I uh, I, I said something about Eli Brooks like you got to look out for Eli Brooks in this situation but only like the spot up three after yeah, the ball's you, you were like he doesn't want times. this pressure right here he doesn't want this pressure what he wants is the spot up three because if you've watched Michigan the last twelve years that Eli Brooks has been there he hits those massive shots like that the the ball just finds its way to him in the corner and you just hang your head and you're like that's going in yeah, yeah. son of a bitch mm-hmm. what you what we haven't seen those of us that have watched a lot of Michigan basketball, is the one minute left, up by two, need to ice the game. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drive to my right and throw up a hook shot. And, and if you don't know Jeff that. Jackson Simpson, he actually went under the alias Xavier Simpson while he was playing in games, and that's where that hook shot came from. But the weird thing about Jeff Jackson Simpson, he wasn't as good of a driver as Eli Brooks. And if you know, you know. But I can't believe that shot went in. And, and that says, that underscores what the story was today, which is somehow a Jawan Howard redemption arc. It's, that's where we're at with this. Yeah, it's the, it, it's the, I know, don't get me started. Dude. They're a top five team preseason, but the adversity that they battled, uh, congratulations to them. But I really think that this Tennessee team, they got jobbed. I mean, Tennessee should not have been the three seed in this region. They really should have they been. They shouldn't. So uh, I, I, I'm going to defend Rick Barnes for a second because uh, the people that don't know shit uh, watch Rick they're Barnes. They're dunking on Rick Barnes. They're dunking on Rick Barnes, and I yeah. get it. That's how it works. But it's also like sort of becoming maddening to watch like uh, th- these coaching narratives form, especially I'm, I'm going to be a broken record as this tournament wears on because uh, uh, I don't know. You just, you just start to realize how nonsensical all this is that 
that Mark Few could never get over the hump, Tate. And then he's been to two Final Fours lately. And he, he almost won two. He's been to two national championship games. Yeah. Sure, he hasn't won the whole damn thing. But, like, do you understand how hard that is? Uh, Tony Bennett couldn't get over the hump. He won a national title. Scott Drew couldn't get over the hump. He won. You know, this is this continues to be the theme Dean of Smith, a lot of coaches. Yeah. And I am, in, like I am in no way, shape, or form saying that next year comes around, you should bet your house on Rick Barnes in the NCAA tournament. That is not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that as you're going to pile on Rick Barnes for losing this game, let's also make sure we note that Tennessee was two for 18 from the three-point line. Yeah. And Rick Barnes did not take any of those shots. But like, like th this game, you know what I mean? And the same thing we have in Fran McCaffrey that, that Iowa loses. Like, that's what you get for betting on Fran McCaffrey. Why would anybody believe in Fran McCaffrey? It's like, well, because I didn't think the team that's been unstoppable all season would go six for 29 from the three-point line. And neither did Fran McCaffrey. Neither did Fran McCaffrey. And neither did Rick Barnes neither today Rick when, Barnes. <laughs> when they could not make a layup. He even said that, like, Allie LaForce went over and asked him at one point, like, how do you feel about your team? He's like, I love the tempo. I love the pace we're playing at. This is our pace. But we got to make a freaking layup. Yeah. The, the, and, and, you know, Tennessee has, has had stretches throughout the season where their offense has disappeared. So, you know, maybe it's not as, as surprising as maybe Iowa was to go uh, to, have, to have a cold night in the NCAA tournament. But th there is that. The other thing I think that, that the, the trap that Tennessee fell into was believing that Hunter Dickinson would at some point start missing. And that just simply did not happen. Yeah, and, Michigan and made six threes as a team, and he made two of them. As the number one Hunter Dickinson hater, uh, not only on this show but in America, uh, I was I was frankly disgusted by what I was witnessing. Uh, this man, because it, it was twofold, Tate. It was one, Michigan's marching on. Yeah. Uh, if Ohio State pulls off the miracle tomorrow, the Buckeyes now have to play Michigan and Hunter Dickinson's stupid face in the Sweet 16. But also... This was an NBA scout game. Like Hunter Dickinson was out there. Like he's getting drafted. He was showing, and, and I was like, "This man's going to be in my life." For so was Kennedy years. Chandler. Both those guys left this game, and like Kennedy Chandler was crying, obviously broken after this game. But he and Hunter Dickinson, congratulations, folks! Hunter Dickinson, yeah, he's going to get drafted. And yeah. That disgusts me because I was ready for Hunter Dickinson to like go to Israel or. Something. Did you see what he go did to, to Smokey? Go to the, the freaking Iraqi league or wherever it is you're going. You see what like, he did to Smokey, the the Tennessee dog, you know, the, the dog mascot. Who Hunter? Yeah. He like after a layup like yelled in Smokey's face the mascot and this video came out. <laughs> Disgusting. I mean like where's the class? Who yells at Smokey? Where's the class? <laughs> we're, we're Michigan men. Where are what's yeah. going on? Well, they're not Meninga men. That's where the class. I mean, is. my God. No, the 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 Jawan Howard uh, uh, propaganda machine is. Kudos to all of you that are taking part. Uh, it is truly <laughs> Adam Schefter. Is yeah, the... Adam Schefter, dude. Yeah. Like like all you need to know is Adam Schefter said thanks, Mister Edner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Adam Schefter texted Juwan Howard and said, do you think this is good? And Juwan was like, <laughs> run it. Do it. Hit send. Hit send. Oh, oh my God. Really? It's unbelievable. It's truly, I, I, it's truly unbelievable. This is the yeah. man. This man, after, after he laid, he smacked a man. He smacked a man. He struck a man in the face. After that happened, what was all the talk, Tate? What was, what was the defense that you had for Juwan Howard? Not you. I'm saying the oh, people. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't, know what they touch, said? don't touch someone. Don't touch someone in a handshake line. Yeah, yeah. Don't, like, when someone is emotional after going through a tough loss, one thing you cannot do under any circumstances, put your hands on another man. So what did Juwan Howard do? He hugged this man. He said, let me, let me just touch all of you. Let me just, like, let me put my hands all over you. And you know what America said? They said, Juwan, you can't do it. No, you know what they said? They said, wow, this is awesome. Good job, Juwan Howard. What will it take for him to, well, like, literally, what will it take for, for, for the Kendrick Perkins of the world? And, like, the, because it, it, like, the, there's the, no the, the, the Michigan, this is why I go crazy, because, like, no one's seeing this, but I, I've explained this to Tate. Like, the Michigan media mafia is, is strong. Michigan, Ohio State is, is, is a university of the people, by the people, for the people. We are the common man. We're hammering Coors Lights 
on 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 like a a, a hand me down couch at at our friend's house. That's yeah. that's how we partake. That's how we go through life. We're just yeah. we're everyday salt of the earth people. Michigan are the Illuminati, and they have been for years. For hundreds of years, yeah. this is this is. What did you say to me? They're driving their Audi to high school. That was yeah, that was, dude. That's okay. And and if you if you're not connecting the dots, if you're not seeing this, that there are strings being pulled. This goes all the way to the top, as you said, all the way to the top of Condoleezza Rice running the running the. <laughs> I can't believe she made it in the call. I lost dude, my mind. This is like the, there there are forces <laughs> at play here with Michigan, and no one else yeah. is seeing it. It's driving me insane. I don't know what Juwan ha- Juwan Howard struck a man, and, <laughs> and he somehow spun it into like this is adversity He's I overcame, struck. and yeah. like, dude, it's it's I I don't understand how it happened. I really yeah. I truly do not understand how. It I happened. marvel I marvel at it. Meanwhile, Chris Holman lost to a goddamn 15 seed last year. Yeah, had to go up against Sister Jean. Had to put an end to her. Where where's his redemption arc? Are, Are you, you worried? Can I ask this? Are you worried? Ohio State plays Villanova tomorrow, and then if they win that game, which would be great, they go they get to play your rival. I know. I I uh, that I know, it just kind of spoils like the whole idea of going to the Sweet Sixteen. Why do you it's think like, I'm? Why do you think I'm so fired up right now? Why do you yeah. think I'm so like? But this this is why it's ridiculous because Tennessee should be in this game. I know. I know. I mean, congrats but, to Michigan. They shoot fifty percent from the field. Hunter Dickinson has a field day. Uh, everything goes their way, but it's, man, it's, it's like, it's, it, I, I don't understand. I feel for Tennessee fans. I thought I really like do. when, when Kay blew it at, at the last game in Cameron, one of the big takeaways was that there is a God and he loves us. Yes. Um, agreed. I don't know if I can in good conscience, look you in the eye tonight after watching what happened with Michigan and the way that, that everyone celebrated Juwan Howard and the hugging Chris Weber and yeah. Jalen Rose after the game. And like, and, and we had to then pretend once again for the 10 millionth time that the fab five won anything that this, that this, this, the, the, the best team that's ever been assembled in college basketball history won a goddamn thing. They did not. Yeah. They went to, t- you know what happened? The Ed Martin scandal blew up and, and the, and the NCAA was like, take down all the banners and Michigan said, great news. It's going to take us no time at all. We have no banners. Mm-hmm. We, ha- we won nothing with them, so we don't have to take anything down. Yeah. We won no Big Tens. We won no national titles. Where's Glenn Rice? But somehow... Where is the actual national champion of Michigan? It's, That's it's, what I've been asking. Can someone please get a camera on Glenn Rice? Because yeah, then Rice. I will be fired up. If Glenn Rice... If the Michigan media machine was run by Glenn Rice, you, I, I would have no problem. I would have my Glenn Rice jersey on, my Hornets jersey. No problem. I'd be locked in. It, I, I would have no problem. <laughs> but Juwan Howard struck a man. And that's where we're at in 2022. 92, Duke struck beats the man. Fab Five. 93, Carolina beats the Fab Five. Like you said, show me the banner. I'm so, I'm so damn rattled looking at this bracket, dude. If we beat Villanova. I want no. I'm just crawled into a hole. Well, the, I'm crawled into a hole. I, mean, I do not want to play Michigan. Yeah, the irony I, of it all is that we open this podcast every <laughs> single time with uh, <laughs> he takes a timeout. <laughs> oh, uh, let's yeah. move on. Let's move on before uh, I upset the high schoolers in New Jersey yeah, who uh, whose parents went to whose yeah. parents went to Michigan, and so they they you know them and their 3.1 GPAs are going to get into Michigan because Daddy's going to make a big donation and and get them in. I don't want to upset you kids staying up late tonight. Uh, let's move Shout on. Out to, to Duncan Robinson. Congrats, <laughs> congrats. Hell to the victors. <laughs> Where are we at? What are, what are, Can we talk about Providence? Can Please, we get, for yeah. the love of God, yeah. when are we going to talk about Providence, dude? I try to well, <laughs> every single night we're coming on this show and I'm like, well, we're going to talk about how good Providence is, and you're like, they're lucky. Like, we don't they're lucky. Talk about we're well, we're talking about can we, what? Can we address this? Can we address what? two sides of the situation? So Providence fans, we have to address this. They like the Shamrock. They like saying 
We're lucky. We this is how we do things. They things like go our way. They We're like fortunate. wearing green. At, on they the, wear green. They, they cut to yes. the crowd, and you're like, "It's not. Is it still St. Patrick's okay. Day? No. So they they when they won today, they tweet like the Shamrock. Okay, but on the flip side of that, analysts sitting here talking about it. Yeah, we say Providence. Love those guys. Really respect Ed Cooley. Mm-hmm. Also, very lucky team, and they lose their minds. So what is it? Are you what lucky? Is, yeah. Are you not lucky? We want to figure it out. But also, congratulations. You go to the Sweet Sixteen. Kind of validates the entire Big East run that they were on. So that was great to see. Richmond pulled what I thought St. Peter's would pull, by the way. I thought St. Peter's would come flat egg and get flat egg. Yeah. It would be over. But Richmond took their spot. Providence, uh, is, you know, winning by 28 is, I, I that's. They have my attention. You have my attention. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, only, the only complaint I've ever had about Providence fans is that uh, they pretend like the losses don't never happen. Like yes. that, that's it. If you acknowledge the losses and we can have a conversation about like what happened when you got blown out in the Big East tournament and blown out mm-hmm. by Marquette. Didn't happen. Um, if we can discuss that, then, then we're back on, th- then we could talk about how they're lucky and like, it's fun and it's funny and, and, and we move on and we enjoy the ride. We've never been anti-Providence. We, we like haven't. Providence. I, the, the mistake I made is, uh, when I, I, I went on part of my take, uh, leading into the NCAA tournament and they asked me about Providence and I said, the problem I have with Providence, and I meant this sincerely, this was not like a. I'm cheering against Providence or I'm betting against Providence or anything else. It's that the problem I have against Pro- with Providence is they do literally nothing well. <laughs> yes. And I almost said that endearingly because it is true because every Providence fan has had a problem with that, with that statement. As they marched onto the Sweet 16, I ask you, what is it that you look at this team and you say, like, they shoot threes well? I mean, they're all right. They're not, they're not you know. It's not their calling. Not, yeah, they, they don't really they, have, they don't a, have calling a calling card, card other than luck. Other luck than, like, the at the end of games, card. they find ways to win. <laughs> Finally, at long last, uh, they they beat the shit out of a team, and that was fun to watch. So, uh, congratulations, Providence! You're moving on, and uh, there's that. So, we're we're certainly not uh, cheering against Providence. And if Providence beats Kansas, I mean, I like, I'm not even going to throw it a luck thing. I'm yeah. like, wow, this team is. I have maybe underestimated this team a little bit. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> we'll see what happens. This we we have reached by the way. I, I one thing I love about the Sweet Sixteen as we we uh, we sub games tomorrow, obviously, but then we take a big deep breath for a few days uh, before the Sweet Sixteen games are played. Mm. And dur- as we're taking the big deep breath, every single one of these teams convinces themselves they're the team of destiny. Of course, every single one of them. Yeah, and that's the best because like, Memphis really thought they were the team of destiny. I mean, look at you, dude. You were out on Carolina. Yeah. However, how many times? Strike five, six, seven. Strike five. Um, and now they beat Baylor and Tate's Pittsburgh, like, Pittsburgh like oh my God, Kentucky's out. It, when Purdue loses tomorrow and it's Texas, St. Peter's, and UCLA to go to the Final Four, Carolina's 100% going to the Final Four. It's happening. Uh, UCLA I picked. I, I like UCLA. Our, uh, the, Hawkes is, it, it was just an uh, uh, ankle sprain, right? Is that, I want Hami Hawkes to play in this game. Yeah, I think it's just ankles. Again, he's playing on you're, bum you're ankles. You're all class. Yeah, you don't want Hawkes. Look. A lot of peacocking going to be happening in Philadelphia between the St. Peter's Peacocks, the UNC North Carolina fans trying to peacock and let people know that we're a true blood, the real blue blood. UCLA trying to say, got the most titles, you know who we are. I think it's going to be a respectful, classy game. I hope Hawkeyes plays. Hope he plays well. I'm excited to see what happens. Um, tomorrow, what games are we looking forward to Oof. most? Uh, first three out of the gate. Yeah. First three it. out of the gate. Houston, Illinois, standalone game. Uh, that That is... That has my attention. That's probably going to be the game of the day. And if not, that's okay. Ohio State-Villanova in that, in that conversation as well. And those are the first Those are the games. first two games. Yeah. Both standalone games. Uh, there's that. And then the third game is Michigan State-Duke. That is a hell of a, a, a three games to start us off. Sorry, I'm 
no, you're good. I just, as I'm thinking about it, I feel like America or the the media machine, the propaganda machine, as we know, is going to try to throw and shove down Michigan State Duke. I don't think that's going to be the game of the day. I, I, I really don't. I, I do think Ohio State Villanova has my attention because of the talent of Ohio State and the fact that Villanova, we talked about Team of Destiny. That team thinks they're going to the Final Four, so I, I'm excited to see it. Villanova. Villanova. And Ohio State. You and, think they're going to the Final Four. So there you what? go. What? So there's too many teams what? of destiny. What? There's too many teams of destiny. What? What's I'm the what are the uh, what are the let's see, Ohio State Villanova, our team put together these these graphic cards to to give us an idea of the matchup. Let's take a look at some of their fun facts. Villanova, since Villanova started playing basketball in nineteen twenty, they have had just eight head coaches. I did not know that. Wow. Very interesting. Now let's let's go to Ohio State. Let's see what the uh the fun fact for Ohio State is. <laughs> Lost to Oral Roberts in the first round of the twenty twenty one. Awesome. Cool. Very cool. Great Very fun, cool, great guys. fun fact. Very cool. Very fun fact. What Thanks was Carolina? Sure. Carolina's was the Andy Katz selected them as team of the week, week with no specified week. <laughs> we didn't know. We worked really back. hard. Thank you, Jim. Back. Jim really uh, dug deep for our, our alma maters. All right. So here's 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 a vibe check on Ohio State Villanova. Uh I I think obviously Game of the Day. Obviously, Colin Gillespie and his his ass backing down in the post uh, is is worrisome. Now, Jamari Wheeler, great defender. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I I like that matchup defensively. I don't like Ohio State's guards like trying to create anything, but I never have. I it, that's okay. I like Chris Holman versus Jay Wright. Last three times he played, he's he's won. Um, but ultimately, it comes down to this: either Ohio State's going to win this game, and I'm going to be very excited about that, or we're going to lose. And as we're losing, uh, CBS is cutting into Mike Shishovsky and Duke getting off the bus and Mike walking in and coach K walking in with his wife and, and we're getting, Should we just call him Mike from now on. Mike, I'd probably make him madder Mike than anything K. we've ever said. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> hopefully like no one actually remembers the end of Villanova because we're getting so many shots of like Duke getting off the bus and Tom Izzo, like talking to K before the yeah, game. Yeah. And, and Paolo Bancaro yeah. with his AirPods in okay. doing a little turnaround. No, he's no Paolo's a big time sit on the bench and dribble beneath, below yeah, your legs. Yeah. And, and like wrap <laughs> one and thing. <laughs> So uh, we can't lose. I don't know if if uh, I, dude, Michigan ruined everything. Michigan really, truly did ruin everything because now we win. Even if Ohio State pulls off the upset, now I get to spend the next like four or five days just like I think, in misery thinking about. I, I think for the Big Ten, they have to win though. Michigan State or Ohio State, one of us have to win for the Big. If if, yeah. if Ohio State or Michigan State won, just one out of two, you win one out of two. The Big Ten wins. So we're raising a banner. So as we talk about and, the war uh, in war, there's lots of sacrifices, unfortunately, that have to be made. Would you sacrifice Ohio State winning this game for Michigan State to beat Duke? Now that Ohio, okay, all right, Ohio all, State, right. all right, all right, all right, only, only one moves second. on. Give only one moves Give on. Give me a second. All right, what I, I need more. I need I need to know that 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 Michigan's gonna then lose to Villanova. Yes, Michigan will lose to Villanova. I need to know um, facts. I I need to yeah. I think you got. I can't believe it. I'm I think, saying I it, but I, I think I'm taking the deal. I think that I think I'm taking and the that deal. is what you have to do in war. I think I'm gonna take the deal. That's and, the art I, of war. I understand that that makes me. Those are the rules of engagement. I, I think I have to take that deal for the greater good because as you exactly. said, like if there's a smaller bat, but this is this is this is a war. This is bigger. Yeah. Oh. This is like when the White Walkers are coming, you know? Yeah. Everyone's trying to argue to see, like, who's actually going to be the king of the I'll, Iron Throne. I'll do it. It doesn't matter. I'll be a martyr. It doesn't matter. I'll, I'll fall on my sword if it means Duke losing. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do that. And I don't I don't need a statue. I don't need that. But a thank you would be nice. Yeah. A thank you would be just one, like, like you see me on the street, just be, hey, Titus, thanks, man. Appreciate that. 
Thank you. Thank you for for your sacrifice. We appreciate it. Does Coach what does Coach K do if Izzo beats him? Does he Jawan <laughs> Howard? Back, dude. He Jawan Howard. <laughs> well, hold him as he's crying or slap him in the face. Both. Strike him in. <laughs> <laughs> he holds him and then as he walks away. <laughs> oh man. Is are there any other games that stand out? My Miami, Miami Auburn. Auburn. Miami yeah, Auburn. That's, that's the upset good. special. I, I thought USC was gonna be the team to knock him out, but Miami is going to be an interesting matchup with Auburn. I think I, Auburn should win that game, but I actually think the games tomorrow uh, on paper, on paper, on yeah, paper. You're right. On paper. You're I'm right. just talking paper, dude. Calm down. Keep it paper. On paper, should be better than the games today. They should. I think on paper. Mm. On court, we'll see. Are we worried about Arizona? By the way, because we saw one seed. Go yeah. Down yeah. Today. I. I. TCU is interesting. So just put that on the radar. As TCU is well. a, g- a good basketball team. Uh, TCU plays good defense. Arizona, the the problem with Arizona, Arizona is, uh, you know, not surprisingly, Arizona's cut from the Gonzaga cloth where there are times, I mean, Tommy Lloyd's uh, the Mark Few coaching tree. Yeah. Um, but there are times when you're watching Arizona that that you could make the case, are they front runners? Are they, is it, is it like when things are going well, things are going well, but when Kirk Kreese is throwing it all over the gym and, and yeah. you know, all, all, all that sort of stuff, Kirk Kreese is not playing, right? So, like, we're not worried about that, but, uh, I'm just saying, like, the general vibe around Arizona. Like, the, the game at Colorado is a great example. The wheels start falling off. Yeah. And the, is there a fight within them to, to claw this game out? And Jamie Dixon. Good, they're going to make this. I was going to say, Jamie yeah. Dixon is one of those coaches that, like, he's going to make Arizona play left-handed. Yeah. He's going to make them play that how they do not want to play. And I know that this Arizona team is talented. I know this Arizona team, if they're not the best con- the best team in the country, the second-best team in the country, but I do worry they're a little green. This is yeah. their first NCAA yes. tournament experience. Yes. I think we talked about when you get a little bit tight, you start thinking about things, and TCU is going to make you think. So uh, I hope Arizona can survive. All, all of these games are going to be awesome, starting with Houston, Illinois, which is uh, you want to talk about culture wars. Like this is mm. discipline, defense. Yeah. Uh, Versus undisciplined. <laughs> yeah. No offense. I, I don't know what Illinois is anymore. I really I I, I don't nothing, know. Nothing. I don't know if I can watch this game. After this game. No, nothing that could possibly happen in this game would surprise me. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. If, if Illinois won by thirty, I'd be like, it checks duh, out. Of, of course, course they, they could. Did. Yeah. This is by far the best team that Houston's played all year. Why would they not win by thirty? Exactly. Uh, Houston could win by thirty. I'd be like, did you see dude, Illinois? Yeah, in duh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I love this tournament. Uh that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow, uh, breaking down the action uh, after all the the, the the full slate of games. And uh, that'll be that. We'll have a Sweet 16 set. Uh, rest in peace, Pete Gillian. We're thinking about you. <laughs> Rex sorry is to, back. Sorry to hear you died, buddy. I love you, Coach Gillian. <laughs> <laughs>